Welcome to the Global Venturing Review Podcast. My name is James Mawson, founder and editor-in-chief of our three publications, Global Corporate Venturing, Global Government Venturing and Global University Venturing. Uh, Thierry Hellis is just to finish off doing a send-out for the Global University Venturing or Gov Power List this week. So he's been busy with that. And so it gives me great pleasure to bring with you some highlights from the past week. And one of the most interesting uh, things I've noticed over the past few weeks is that Facebook and Netflix have been stumbling in their results without their recognized corporate venture units and it's been interesting to see the other four big u.s internet companies microsoft amazon alphabet and apple with cvc investment units report strong results alphabet for example is the most clear-cut as it reported better than expected second quarter earnings last monday driving alphabet shares to a new all-time high the following day generated adjusted earnings per share of 11 dollars 75 versus wall street consensus of $9.59 for the quarter, according to CNBC. Alphabet also posted a $1.06 billion gain in its equity investments for the time period, which translated into a $1.17 earnings per share of the outperformance. Quote from Ruth Potts, Chief Financial Officer of Alphabet and Google in the earnings release, Our investments are driving great experiences for users, strong results for advertisers, and new business opportunities for Google and Alphabet. End quote. Effectively, Alphabet is made up of its alpha, advertising to its search engine Google, and other bets, such as those made through its corporate venturing units such as GV, formerly known as Google Ventures, Capital G, formerly known as Google Capital, and Gradient, which focuses on AI and Anna Patterson, who spoke at our GCBI summit in January, and its balance sheet. These other bets, hence the name Alphabet, bought in $145 million of revenue in the April to end June three-month period, but an operating loss of $732 million. As a result, one well-known investor told CNBC that Alphabet had a shot to be in Berkshire Hathaway of tomorrow. Berkshire Hathaway is a diversified conglomerate which reinvested its insurance revenues in other bets, effectively to develop a really strongly performing share price. Quote from Josh Brown, CEO of Ritzholtz Wealth Management to CNBC. What I'm really talking about is a diversified nature of what Alphabet is building away from the ad platform. Much the same way as Berkshire reinvested the float from insurance premiums into other investments, yes, I'm also talking in terms of longevity, not just size. This quarter witnessed a host of Google's other investments throwing up profits. Larry and Sergey, co-founders of Google, were very open about their intention to create something Berkshire-like when they first announced a new structure in Alphabet. End quote from Josh. So I think it'd be interesting to see just how much this drive, we certainly see it with the Chinese corporations that using their corporate venturing units to really drive the sort of hopefully longevity in their ecosystem, particularly Tencent, Alibaba, Baidu and JD.com as we roll towards our GCV Asia Congress on the 20th of September. We'll be hearing from those folks about their plans and how that works with the wider regional ecosystem, particularly across the Pacific into the US. But on to the funds. With the growth of investment in venture capital space, it's not often just the hard transactions that raise an eyebrow, but also perspective deals. Rocket Internet has built up a massive e-commerce holdings by focusing on Europe and the emerging markets, but is reportedly now eyeing the US and raising between $1 and $2 billion for a corporate venturing fund that will focus on that region. Artificial intelligence is also meant to be a priority for the fund, which is expected to close by the end of 2018. Credit Suisse Next Investor closes a $261 million fund. The bank's strategic investment arm has reached the final close of its Next Investor's 2 fund, 
having received capital from several external limited partners. And the Baharat Innovation Fund has raised 40 million from limited partners, including corporations Philips, ICICI, Lombard and Bajar Electricals on its way to a $100 million close. And on the Global University Venture Inside, UNC Chapel Hill has detailed its incubator proposals. The US University plans to build a life science incubator by 2019 and bid to convince more faculty spin-outs to remain based at the university. And on the deals, these are just the 100 million plus size rounds over the past week. New TV, the short-form video producer formed by entertainment veteran Jeffrey Katzenberg and overseen by his Winder company. He also hired Meg Whitman, the CEO of HP and uh, eBay before that. And, but New TV has closed $1 billion in funding, $200 million, which was supplied by large entertainment companies such as Disney, Warner Brothers, 21st Century Fox and Entertainment One. The rest reportedly came from institutional investors in the US and China. And new TV is said to be approaching media companies for content production deals in addition to equity funding. So, big <laughs> seed round for new TV, I think we could describe it in that way. Elsewhere in China, facial recognition software provider Megvi has raised upwards of $600 million from investors including Alibaba and used the cash to spearhead an expansion of its technology in the retail space. Legend Star, Foxconn, SK Group and Alibaba's financial services affiliate and financial are all among the company's earlier backers. News around home as Megby competitor since time lines up $1 billion from SoftBank Vision Fund. WeWork launched its WeWork China offshoot a year ago with $500 million in Series A funding. And WeWork China has now doubled that, raising another $500 million in a Series B round co-led by five investors, including both SoftBank and SoftBank Vision. Funding will be used to expand a network that already spans 40 spaces across three Chinese cities. Staying in China, Tencent is reportedly lining up an investment of $300 million to $500 million in India-based short-term accommodation provider Oyo Rooms that will support the latter's expansion in China. Mark now responsible for almost all its overseas revenue. Funding will form part of a large round that will be its first since 2015 not to be led by SoftBank or one of its funds. An ongoing investment strategy is given a corporate 42% stake in Oyo. Back to the US, genetic testing services and research provider 23andMe was founded by, um, I think, the wife of uh, one of the Google founders, actually, was valued at $1.75 billion last September when it raised funding, but that valuation is surely higher now that it's closed a $300 million investment by GlaxoSmithKline, a pharma company, in connection with a collaboration agreement. 23andMe has now raised more than $790 million in total. Its earlier backers include in GV, formerly known as Google Ventures, Roche, Johnson Johnson, Illumina, and Wusi Aptek. Staying in healthcare, Electa has collected $133 million in its Series E round. Up was the 17 investors, including Abvi, Eli Lilly, Alphabet, Merck & Co. and Amgen back the Neurodegenerative Disease Drug Developers Series Evert. The Real Real luxuriates in $115 million. The novel TMT-backed pre-owned luxury items platform has added Series G cash to its coffers, bringing its total funding date to $288 million. While in energy storage, STEM has grown bigger to close a $106 million round. STEM is backed by several corporations and added $26 million to the $80 million it raised in January. And cancer radiotherapy technology and services provider Allcure was spun off with the telemedicine assets of hospital management services provider Concord Medical Services in 2015. And three years later, the company has raised a reported $103 million in its Series B funding. 
The round included an investment vehicle for China Electronics Corporation data, came weeks after Concord divested 16% stake in a company to an entity called Tibet Allcure Information Technology. On the global university venture side, one of the more interesting ones was uh, Galvanize has raised $32 million from investors including university ventures and was using some of the money to acquire coding bootcamp operated hack reactor. University Ventures is expected to be one of the speakers at our Venture Houston conference, which has a track on university venturing and a host of big names from across the world coming to Houston in Texas to talk about their university venturing. And our concurrent track on the energy corporate venturing sector will see discussion on energy storage such as the round just raised for STEM. So uh, excited to be looking forward to that event on the 8th and 9th of November. Same with global university venturing on the deals over the past week. Beda has snuggled up to 5.6 million in its Series A round. The Stanford StarTex fund is among sneak tracking technology developer Beda's Series A round company having previously taken part in the StarTex Accelerator. And on exits, we've seen a couple of big IPOs and a few more announced. Group buying platform Pinduoduo has become the latest Chinese tech company to go public in the US, floating at the top of its range to raise $1.6 billion, just three years after it was founded. Tencent was Pinduoduo's largest investor and had the option to buy another $250 million worth of shares in the offering, an option it almost certainly took up. Chinese media reports that the IPO was 20 times oversubscribed are accurate. Pinterest is meanwhile looking to launch an IPO in a year's time in order to capitalise on a boost through its advertising stream and set to double ad revenues to a $1 billion in 2018. The Rakuten-backed social media platform, which increasingly operates like a social commerce platform, was valued at more than $12 billion when last raised funding just over a year ago. And Huyar had a fairly successful IPO in the US a few months back, and now its chief rival in China's live streaming space, Douyu, is looking to follow the same path, preparing for an offering expected to net it between $600 and $700 million. Its largest investor is, again, Tencent, which haven't been a backer since early 2016, provided $630 million funding in the March 2018 deal that reportedly valued Douyu at $2.4 billion. Jeffrey Lee, the managing partner at Tencent, who spoke at last year's Asia Congress, said that uh, Many ways, they, they got better returns from back in sort of unicorn deals and providing more funding than they had at an early stage. But uh, they certainly seem to do very little wrong at the moment. It would be a great pleasure to hear from Jeffrey Lee alongside Anthony Lin from Intel and a fireside chat at the Asia Congress. So looking forward to that. Thank you, Jeffrey. Aslitis has priced a 400 million initial public offering in Hong Kong, which is the venue for the Asia Congress in the middle of its range. A month after its lead hepatitis C treatment received regulatory approval in China. Aslitis investors include Tasli Pharmaceuticals, which backed its 55 million Series A round in 2015, as well as 100 million Series B round last year. The IPO marks the first instance of a non-revenue company going public in Hong Kong following a recent rule change. So, interesting to see the aftermarket performance for that one. And it's been a long wait for few cell system supplier Bloom Energy, which was founded in 2001, first touted for an IPO at the end of that decade. Bloom's valuation has jumped up and down since then, as the company raised a total of more than $1.3 billion from investors including energy utility Eon. But it priced a long-awaited IPO at the top of its $13 to $15 range to raise $270 million. By the close of the first day of trading, shares had leapt to $25 each. Dan Primac over Axios has been uh, following that Bloom Energy saga for uh, many a decade, it seems, and he's been covering 
how some of the stock issuance have been done. So well worth taking a look at some of his copy on Bloom Energy. And Alicos, which is developing antibodies to treat white blood cell related conditions, has had one of the year's more successful IPOs, pricing its shares above the range to raise $128 million before watching its stock almost double in price in the first two days of trading. The SR1-backed company will likely close the offering at $148 million early this week. And Constellation staying in drugs. Constellation consummates its $60 million IPO. The SR1-backed cancer drug developer cut a number of shares in the offering, pricing at the midpoint of its range. While Aridis has arrowed to public markets, the Hepalink-backed Aridis Pharmaceuticals has filed to raise $34.5 million to support clinical trials for three immunotherapy drug candidates. On M&A, a couple of deals that caught the eye. Level Up has rewarded investors with a $300 million exit. The Deutsche Telekom and Alphabet are among the investors set to exit payment and loyalty platform Level Up. While Stamps.com has collected Metapack in a $230 million deal. E-commerce logistics platform Metapack, which counts WPP among its investors, has agreed to an acquisition by Stamps.com. So, good couple of exits. Few IPOs continuing the trend we've seen over the past year, and again a number of very large deals actually. Nine of at least a hundred million dollars in size uh, just from the past week. So really shows the sort of change of the venture industry from a cottage lifestyle profession in many ways to a, uh, a really global innovation capital ecosystem. So we'll be hearing more about that and looking forward to catching up with people at our Brazil conference in October, Paul Venture in Brazil. Obviously we've got our sort of Houston and New York events in November and Asia in September. So busy autumn period coming up and be a great pleasure to catch up with so many of you. But don't hesitate to get in touch. Jay Morrison at globalcorporaventuring.com. Thanks very much. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.